We are on Ksubis Chavtes Amabez 29b2 in the Art Scroll Gemara. And we are continuing our discussion from yesterday. Essentially, the first group in the Mishnah. The Mishnah is discussing which cases do we have where uh, it's a situation where a person either rapes or seduces a girl between the ages, she has to be a virgin, a basula, between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Um, and she then, besides her, all the other payments that, that he would have to pay because of all the damages that he caused her, um, in addition to that, there's a fine that he would have to pay. Uh, but uh, the Mishnah says that it gives a list of people that this would include. You might think it doesn't include this group, but really does include this group. The next Mishnah will discuss cases where a fine would not exist, even if she's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. But in this first group, this first category, it's essentially a relationship which is not allowed by the Torah. It is an, a regular negative commandment. Um, like a mamzeres, if she were to be a mamzeres, the child of an illicit relationship, so she becomes a severe illicit relationship, she becomes a mamzeres. And the regular Yisrael, a regular Jew, cannot marry her. And the Mishnah gives other cases as well. And so what we discussed in the last class was the fact that the Mishnah says, even so, it doesn't make a difference, even so, um, the fine still exists. What would you have thought? You would have thought that maybe because there are really two, um, two things that happen after this takes place, after a rape with between for, to a girl that's between 12 and 12 and a half, or if he seduces her, essentially, he would, if it's a seduction, so then they would, uh, if everybody agrees, they would get married. It would be a mitzvah for them to get married. If it's a rape, so then uh, he has no say in it, but the girl and the girl's father, they would have to agree to it, and then it would be a mitzvah for them, if they agree to it, for them to get married. Um, now, uh, you might have thought that since they really can't get married, halakhically they cannot get married, so once they can't get married and it's no longer an option, so then the kanas, the fine, is also no longer an option. That's what we would have thought. Uh, and it comes to the Gemara, essentially, and we saw that based on a drasha, based on the extra words that were found in the, in the Pasuk, that really this fine does exist. So what we're going to do now for, for the remainder of this daf and for this class is really present, the Gemara presents the other opinion. There's actually an opinion that argues on the Mishnah. There's an opinion that says, could be multiple opinions, but there's an opinion that says that since they're not allowed to get married, so then the Knast doesn't apply. So we'll discuss all the various cases where uh, a marriage uh, is not allowed. Now, it's another introduction before we begin the Gemara is that you know there are many cases where you're not allowed to get married. There are now, but there's also a separate question of let's say you're not allowed to get married, but is it? Let's say they attempt to get married, they try to get married. Is that legally, halakhically recognized as a marriage? This is a discussion that we've had in the past in Yevamos. Uh, there are certain cases, and this is not not agreed upon by everybody. Uh, there's a question as to which cases this applies to, but there's certain cases where legally it's not even recognized as a marriage. Other cases might be legally recognized as marriage, but they have to then get divorced. If it's not recognized as marriage, there's no need to get divorced because they're not married. If they're married, but it's be'isr, but it's not allowed, so then they cannot stay married and they would have to get divorced. So before we even see the Gemara, there's really uh, three opinions, three general opinions about this. One opinion says that in order for it to not be recognized as marriage, it has to be the most severe type of a sin, which is getting the death penalty by the court. 
Um, and that's basically limited to certain cases of incest and also adultery. Uh, the next category is where they don't get the death penalty, but it's death by kares. Hashem gives you an early death, so that's other cases of incest. Um, and then, uh, so some say that it would, it would apply even, even in those cases. Uh, and then the, the last opinion says that no, it even applies even by an ordinary negative commandment, like marrying a mamzer. Uh, and other many other such examples where it's just an ordinary negative commandment for, let's say, a Kohen to marry somebody who's divorced, or a Kohen Gadol to marry a widow. All of these are ordinary negative commandments uh, where the punishment is not as severe. Uh, so there's that. There is an opinion, the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. We do not follow this position, but there's an opinion of Rabbi Akiva who says that even in those cases, even if they were to attempt to get married, it would not be recognized halakhically as a marriage. Uh, we follow, just according to halacha, between these three different opinions, we follow the, the middle opinion. Essentially, if the punishment is kares, an early death by Hashem, or a punishment by the court of death, uh, so then in, in both of those uh, categories, uh, if they attempt to get married, it will not be recognized as a halachic marriage. Uh, again, Rabbi Kiva argues, Rabbi Kiva says that even if it's an ordinary negative commandment, it won't be recognized as a halachic marriage. Uh, so we'll see in the Gemara now, there is a discussion, there's an argument when we say, Velosi Elisha, according to this opinion, again, against our Mishnah, our Mishnah says that a knas, a fine would apply even if they cannot get married. But there's this other opinion that says that no, if they cannot get married, uh, this man and the girl, they cannot get married, so then there is no fine, there's no fine, there's no knas of 50 shkalim. Uh, so when we say that they can't get married, there's an additional argument. What does it mean they can't get married? Is it that it's they're not allowed to get married or that it's not recognized as a marriage? If it's, they're not allowed to get married, that applies to many cases. If they're not recognized as a marriage, so then that is already um, limited to fewer cases. So let's see the Gemara inside. We're in the second column of 29b2. Our Mishnah is arguing on the following Bryce. The Bryce says, The Tanya Velosi Isha. The Pasuk says, the verse says uh, that uh, they would have to get married um, and that there's a connection between the Kanas and the marriage according to this Brisa. Shimon HaTimni Omner, one opinion says, Shimon HaTimni says, Isha Shish Bahavaya. That it can, the fine only exists if it's recognized legally as a marriage. It has to be recognized legally as a marriage even if it's not allowed. But as long as it's recognized legally as a marriage, uh, so then there would be a fine. Um, Rabbi Shimon ben is the other opinion, and they both are arguing on our Mishnah, but the other opinion says uh, that now it has to be somebody who is fit, that they have to have the ability to stay married, as long as it's they're not allowed to be married, even if it's recognized as a marriage, but as long as it's not allowed, they would have to get divorced, so then there is no knas. So we have these two opinions. The first opinion essentially says, uh, we'll see this in Gemara, my benai, what's the difference between these, these two opinions? Turning to 29b3, there's a difference uh, with regards to an ordinary negative commandment. If by an ordinary negative commandment, ignoring Rabbi Akiva, we'll get to Rabbi Akiva in one second, but ignoring Rabbi Akiva, according to the way we follow, if it's an ordinary negative commandment, like like let's say this was a relationship between a man and she's a mamzeres. So is it could they get married? Technically, yes, it's not allowed, but they could get married. So if they could get married, according to the opinion that says it's just about marriage, then a fine, the knas would exist, a 50 shkala. But if it's about staying married, are they allowed to stay married? Certainly not. It's not. They're not allowed to be together. 
So then the fine would not exist. So there's a clear difference between these two different opinions. Again, both opinions are against our Mishnah. But there's a difference between these two, within these two different opinions. So now the Gemara asks, wait a minute. According to Rabbi Kiva, who says that by an ordinary negative commandment that it's not recognized as a marriage, is there any difference between these two opinions? What would be the difference between these two opinions? Essentially, what the Gemara is really asking is that according to Rabbi Kiva, is there ever a case? Is there ever a case where uh, the Torah says you're not allowed to get married and that it's recognized halakhically as a marriage to the point where they would have to then get divorced. Because Rabbi Kiva says by an ordinary negative commandment that uh, it's not recognized halakhically as a marriage. They would not have to get divorced. So is there ever a case where they would have to get divorced? So the answer is yes. And we'll see a few answers here. We have the following case. Let's say a Kohen Gadol, the high priest, marrying a widow. Ditanya. It is taught in a brisa, Rabbi Simai Omerik Minakol Oser Bikiva Mamzerim, Chutzme Almana Lekoin Gadol, Shrey Amra Torah, Likach, Loikach, Loikhalal, Hilun Osevin Ose Mamzerim. Essentially for Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Simai, there's one exception to the rule. That exception to the rule is the high priest cannot marry a widow. Now it would have to be a case here where she's still a virgin, uh, because that, that complicates things even more. Uh, anyways, uh, she would have to be a virgin in order to receive the fine. Uh, for her to receive the fine, she would have to be a virgin. So it would have to be that she's a widow from the engagement period, not from the marriage itself. Not when they were married, but when they were enga- halakhically engaged. Um, but essentially, in that case, the Torah tells us that the children from such a relationship, they they make them into disqualified kohanim. They're a halal, but they're not mamzerim. They are not mamzerim. That's the drusha. The Torah tells us specifically that they are not a halal, but they... They are a halal, sorry, but they're not mamzerim. Now, who cares that they're not mamzerim? So an added point here is that at least according to Rabbi Kiva, could be according to others as well, but at least according to Rabbi Kiva, there is a link that if uh, if, it, if the child is a mamzer, so then the marriage is not recognized as a halachic marriage. If the marriage is recognized as a halachic marriage, then the child is not a mamzer. There's a connection between the two. So we see in this case of a relationship between the high priest and the widow, that the children are not mamzerim, which means that it's recognized as, even though it's an ordinary negative commandment, and in general, according to Rebbe would not be recognized as a marriage, legally, this is an exception to the rule, and it would be recognized as a marriage. The Gemara says, wait a minute. But Rabbi Yishavev argues, and he says, that no, in all cases, in all cases, it's not recognized as a marriage. In all cases of an ordinary negative commandment, including the marriage between the high priest and the widow, it is not legally recognized as a marriage, according to Rabbi Kiva. So then what is the difference? Is there ever a case where the Torah says it's not allowed, but it is recognized as a marriage? So the Gemara continues, and so we're going to move on to Laman of an Aleph. Ike Benayo, there is a case. Um... And the case is as follows. Chayve asay mitzri va'adome. We're on 30A1. Uh, the cases where it's not an ordinary negative commandment, for those cases, you're right, according to, Rabbi, according to this opinion, within Rabbi Kiva, it's not recognized as a marriage. But there are certain cases where the prohibition is not a negative commandment in the Torah. It's even slightly less than that. It's a violation of a positive commandment. That there's a positive commandment that 
it's written in the positive, at least with regards to, let's say, uh, Egyptians could convert and people from Edom, they're allowed to convert. However, the Torah tells us in the positive that you're only allowed to marry them um, not within the first couple of generations. You would have to wait until, let's say, the third generation. So, But the implication is for the first two, it's not allowed. But it doesn't say it's straight out. It says it, uh, you're, it isn't, you're uh, implying this. It's implied from the fact that it says after the third generation, you're allowed to then marry them. So it's not explicit, but it's a, a violation of a positive commandment. Um, they're not allowed to marry, they can marry other converts, but they can't marry a regular Jew. So that would be the violation of a positive commandment. In that case, even if, though it's not allowed, even a Rubikiva will agree that if they attempt to get married, so then it would be recognized legally, halakhically, as a marriage. Now the Gemara says, wait a minute, what exactly did Rabbi Shavev say? Rabbi Shavev was the opinion that said Rubikiva disagrees. And he does not recognize it as marriage. If Rabbi Shavev is responding to the previous opinion, who's Rabbi Simai? Rabbi Simai said that when it comes to ordinary negative commandments, Rabbi Kiva does not recognize it legally as marriage, except for one case. That one case was the widow to the high priest. And comes Rabbi Shavev in response to that and says, no, even in that case, it's not recognized as a marriage. But there could be a case such as the violation of a positive commandment, which is recognized as a marriage. So then that makes sense. But if, if um, Rabbi Shavev is not really responding, but he's just saying as a, as a rule, as a general rule, if you're not allowed to have sexual relations, the child is a mamzer. Even by the violation, any time the Torah says not to do this, even if it's in the positive, it says it in the positive sense, that you can marry them after the third generation, but the first couple of generations, you're not allowed to marry them. And it's just uh, inferred, it's not explicit, but it doesn't make a difference. According to Rabbi Shavev, if he's really just talking in general terms to say whenever it's not allowed, so then the child's not a mom's there, so then it should be that whenever it's not allowed, even if it's a violation of a positive commandment, it should not be recognized as a marriage, according to Rabbi Kiva. So the ends up saying, You know what? There's one case. That one case is... A Kohen Gadol, there's a positive commandment for a Kohen Gadol to marry a virgin. So if, if he ends up marrying someone who's not a virgin, it's a violation of a positive commandment. Now, how could he... Uh, and, and, and so, we'll get to uh, Rashi in a second. Um, but basically, what happens if it's a case where the Kohen Gadol ends up seducing this uh, 12, between 12 and 12 and a half year old girl uh, who is a Bu'ula, is somebody who already had sexual relations. Now, this is the violation of a positive commandment. The Torah tells us in a positive that the Kohen Gadol should marry a virgin. The implication is that it's not allowed to marry a non-virgin. So, how is this any different? Mishnah, how is this any different than any of the other cases which is a violation of a positive commandment where, according to this opinion of Rabbi Shavev, it's also not recognized as marriage? No. Because this is the violation of a positive commandment, but it's also a weak positive commandment because... Uh, this only applies to the Kohen Gadol. It doesn't apply to anybody else. And because it only applies to one person, so therefore it's, a, it's sort of like a weaker form. So there's one case, one case, where we say that it is uh, viewed as a legal marriage, that you're, according to Rabbi Akiva, at least according to Rabbi Shavev, within Rabbi Akiva, there's one case where the Torah tells us you're not allowed to do it, but you are, in fact, legally, it's legally recognized as a marriage. They would have to get divorced, but it would be legally recognized as a marriage. Now, just to take a step back, what I referenced earlier so the case ends up being, when is there going to be a fine, according to Rabbi Kiva, um, if it's legally recognized as a marriage, even though it's not allowed? That's when the Kohen Gadol seduces, let's say, a Bu'ula, somebody who had already had sexual relations. Well, wait a minute. 
the fine only exists if they didn't have, if she's not a Bula, only if she's a virgin. So what's the case? So this is uh, subject to debate, but Rashi essentially says uh, the case would have to be that uh, she had sexual relations um, in the Shalokidarka, in the abnormal way, through the back. Um, and from in, in that sense, it's going to be recognized as a bu'ula, as a non-virgin um, for the Kohen Gadol, with regards to the violation of a positive commandment, but with regards to the fine, she'll still be viewed as a virgin. That's how Rashi understands it. And there are other explanations as well, which we don't have time to get into. Um, but that's really the conclusion. So in the end of the day, in the end of the day, the fine would only exist according to the, again, these are all opinions that argue on, on our Mishnah. But essentially, the fine would not exist if either, this is a dispute, either it's not recognized as a marriage, um, legally, or they're not allowed to get married. Even if it's recognized as a marriage, they would have to get divorced. These are two different opinions. Now, we mentioned that um, according to the way we follow, the only difference would be with regards to ordinary negative commandments. If it's kares, or if it's a death penalty by the court, then everybody agrees it's not recognized as a marriage. If it's an ordinary negative commandment, it is recognized as a marriage, even though they would have to get divorced. However, Rikiva says, even in that case, it's not recognized as a marriage. Is there any case where it would be recognized as a marriage? Um, so, there are different explanations. Either it would be uh, a case of the Kohen Gadol marrying a widow, the high priest marrying a widow, or it could be the, the uh, a case where they're violating a positive commandment, an essay, or perhaps it's even more limiting, and the only case would be where the um, where the Kohen Gadol marries a non-virgin. Okay, that's that's in all those cases, depending on different opinions, that's when Rabbi Kiva would agree that it's recognized as a marriage. One last line here before we conclude. The Gemara just says, "Amar Chista Hakol Modem Bebal Anida." We're on thirty-eight-two. Knas Leman Damar Yishba Avaya Hayinami Yishba Avaya Leman Damar Rilei Kaima Nami Rilei Kaima. Everybody agrees. That let's say the case is where a man um, has sexual relations with this girl between 12 and 12 and a half, that if she is in Nida, if she's in the middle of Nida, um, and so she basically had her period and she didn't go to the mikveh yet, so then even though they're not allowed to have sexual relations, but the fine would definitely exist according to everybody. Why? Um, because if you want to make the argument that the fine doesn't exist if... Um, it's not recognized as a marriage. It is recognized as a marriage. This is recognized, at the very least, it's recognized as a halachic engagement. Uh, there's a question about the marriage, but definitely recognized as a halachic engagement. So therefore, there would be a fine. If it's about the ability to stay married, sure, she's just a nida. So you definitely have the ability to stay married. Um, you don't have to get divorced. You just have to wait for her to go to the mikvah. And so therefore, you have the ability to stay married. So everybody agrees. There's no argument about nida. When it comes to nida, everybody agrees that if she's a nida, then the fine would still exist. That that wouldn't be a problem. The whole argument is about these other cases where there's a general uh, negative commandment or there's a commandment that they cannot stay married. But what would happen in these cases where they cannot stay married or it's not recognized as a marriage, is there still a fine? Is there not a fine? The Mishnah says that there still would be a fine in all these cases. The Gemara quotes two opinions. One opinion says that there's only a fine if it's recognized as a marriage. The other opinion says there's only a fine if it's... Um, if it's allowed, essentially, if it's a, if it's actually allowed, um, and that would be the only time if it's allowed for them to stay married. So that concludes this part of the Gemara, and then we'll begin the next part of the Gemara in next week's recording.